0: Can't dishes in front, another sliding pad save by Fleury, this time to his right.
1: Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Here is a left wing opportunity, it's sliding a sliding pad save, Robin Leonard,
0: what a stop.
1: From the Finley Chevrolet, Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios, and live at LBSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. B.G.K. Insider Show on the day that the uh, Tahoe Celebrity Classic uh, takes place in round number one, up uh, on the shores where they play the outdoor game, and what uh, what a difference! What but still equally spectacular. The Golden Knights, the Colorado Avalanche, uh, suiting up this past winter, and now we have a hockey player on top of the leaderboard. In fact, uh, the top three you've got two hockey players, a Mike Medano and Joe Pavelski. So maybe it was that uh, nice. that. Uh, Hockey in that they played at Lake Tahoe that's allowed uh, two Dallas the Stars. uh to come back. Yeah, you're right, In uh, Mike McDonough. Mike Bedano just hold out on 18 from behind a tree. Uh, what an uh, unbelievable shot that is. Uh, Darren Millard along with Ryan Wallace, Chris Chapman here in the Fox Sports Las Vegas studio on this uh, Friday. We've got one-timers coming up in just a little bit as we get ready for some news to start seeping out regarding what the Seattle Kraken are doing and negotiating with various teams ahead of the National Hockey League expansion draft in under mm, two weeks. So we're, we're two weeks away from the draft tonight, right? So the uh, the expansion draft is uh, a couple of days before that. So, yeah, uh, inside of two weeks. It's going to be chaotic in places, and there's some teams that are so excited about shedding certain players and certain players' salaries, uh, that if that doesn't happen, it will be crushing, and it's going to uh, cause those teams to have to go in in a very desperate direction. And there's other teams who are just trying to hold on to their their top players and avoid losing the significant uh, uh, lineup. Uh, the, the expansion draft rules, teams have to submit. Everybody but Vegas. Vegas is, is not... Uh, uh, involved in the expansion draft, uh, which also means you don't get the uh, the cash from the expansion money. I'd rather be part of like giving up the player and taking the cash.
2: <laughs> yeah, of course you would. You know, no, co- I'm 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 on that side too. Like, a couple
1: of years ago, I think you would have said, "Oh, I don't want to lose a player." When when everybody had to go through it and the angst that was caused. Uh, Back then, he might have said, "Well, boy, the, the league might be doing Vegas a favor, and and not forcing them to go through this process and lose potentially a star player." Now, now I'd rather uh, be able to go through it, uh, maybe get some ca- salary cap relief in in uh, mm-hmm. form, and uh, and get that cash coming in to your pocket.
0: For for me, it would be less about the the cash coming in. Coming in pocket Like it would be the salary cap relief Like if there was a, an opportunity um, Where you wanted A player to come off the payroll It would be right now in this moment With a flat cap And and all the in the fact that it's just not going to change It's not going to go up anymore So um, I'm with you there uh, but I also look at the Golden Knights. I look at the way that they've been constructed, and I look at how good this team has been over the last three or four years. I don't want to lose a player for
2: nothing. Where it becomes about the money for me is we know what kind of owner we have here in Vegas, and we know that $17 million that he would get, he would just turn around and reinvest it back into the team. He's not going to put it in his pocket and be like, yeah, I got my 17000000 mil, million. We're good. You know that money's going back into the team, so... For me, I I think that's a win win situation for a guy like that. For other teams where the owner may not be as hardcore about winning as Bill Foley is, maybe not so much. But but here, I think that would that would be the best of both worlds. You get a little relief and you get a little cash infusion. Can't go wrong.
1: I wonder. And let- I'm going to do a little bit of a left turn here, and then we'll get back to the lines. Uh, the exercise that we were uh, down in the uh, in the first hour, you have to teams when they go through this process with Seattle uh, have to submit a protected list of either eight skaters and a goaltender, or seven forwards and three defensemen and a goaltender. So it, it changes it up. you you're losing two. Two fewer skaters if you go the seven and three, but if you got the overabundance of, of forwards, you might you might have to. So I love the I love the option there. That just opens up so much uh intrigue in what you do. If Vegas was going through this right now, and there's 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 games played, there's uh no trades, there's there's all kinds of stuff that that influences what what teams will do. Uh, uh, how much experience a player has, whether he's even eligible for the expansion draft. But if you're, if if Vegas was going through this, you'd have to protect your three defensemen, right?
0: Yes, you have I mean, to go- I, like I would. Uh, so you have to protect Alex Petrangelo um, based on the contract. You would not have to protect Shea Theodore, but you would one hundred percent. You would protect. Shea Theodore, and then I feel like Braden McNabb's kind of in that that area too, where you look at what he does, you look at just how how well he is he has fit in here and, and been such a big part of what the Golden Knights do defensively. Uh, Braden McNabb would also be one of those guys that I think about, but you know, if it, it's also one of those questions where how important has Zach Whitecloud become, and if he right. is eligible to be taken, then do you make the decision to, to protect the young player the in Zach Whitecloud, the one that you, that you think can still grow, can still continue to get better, and leave a, a, a guy like Braden McNabb unprotected?
1: I would think that you would go Whitecloud. Yeah. Because of uh, just where they, they are in the career. So that leaves you then, then seven forwards. And that's another pickle. If... if so initially, I, I, I'm like, okay, I would take the cash to go into this thing because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you, you might get a, a favor done for you or uh, the cash would be worth the risk of, of losing a player. Now you actually get into it and like, okay, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to uh, leave McNabb exposed. Uh, I don't know about Haig. I don't think that he would be eligible, but uh, I, I'm I'm not sure about that. Uh, but we'll go on the assumption that he's not not available. So you would protect the three defensemen and Theodore, Petrangelo, and uh, and White Cloud. But then, you, so now yep. you've got seven forwards that you have to have to protect. That's yep. two lines. Uh <laughs> oh, uh oh, and. Somebody like Cody Glass would be would be eligible because you, you've got uh uh experience there. So yeah. do you go do you go with with your just your top six and then throw in Alex Tuck? Is that what you do? Because um, because we saw the value that they put on Keegan Colasar last year with, with waivers, not wanting to lose him. That right. Right.
0: I, I you know, it it's tough because I I wouldn't lose I wouldn't lose Alex Tuck, right? Like uh, that's a player that I would not want to leave exposed in an expansion draft. So um Stone Patch, Reddie Carlson, Marcia, So Smith, like those are kind of the, the I uh, I I would I would assume the agreed upon guys that you would want um to protect. I would probably Protect Alex Tuck. I don't know that I would protect Riley Smith in this instance because mm. he's only under contract for one more year. Yeah,
2: man, just took, um, just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs>
0: uh, you guys weren't so very tough I, talking I would, about that yesterday when Riley was on. No, 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 no. Like, it, and that's <laughs> nothing. Against, that's it's not it's not a knock on Riley that's, Smith. That's that's nothing against the player. Like, if if you tell me right now he's got a contract extension signed and he's going to be here for the next five years, I'm protecting. Then on. he Certainly, automatically. Yeah. Yeah. It, and then he acts absolutely gets put back onto my protected list, but at this point right now, uh, at under contract for just one more year, uh, I'm not going to protect. I'm not going to protect. I'm I'm going to probably roll with uh, with Stone, Pacharetti, Carlson, Marciazo, so, Tuck, and then it becomes very they're very interesting because. As good as Chandler Stevenson was with Mark Stone, I don't know that I want to lose that, so I'm probably protecting Chandler Stevenson, and then that leaves mm. me with one, right? Yeah, right. That that leaves me with one. Um, I I think in Nick this Wah, spot, Keegan Coolasar. I'm. Uh, yeah, that's tough, man. Um, oh. I I'm probably going to protect Nick Wah, and and as much as I like Keegan Colasar as a player, like I, I think that that. Nikwah has proven to be better as a center, and I think this team is is in need of center depth. So um, I don't want to lose a guy that I, I can depend on and, and trust as a center iceman.
1: That's uh, that's pure speculation by us because Vegas Golden Knights don't have to go through this. But again, <laughs> my first reaction was was I wish they were involved because uh, I like the cash, and you never know what you can do. Maybe you can offer uh, salary. No. No, net. You put you put your mind to it, and you're like, yeah, no, I'm I'm fine just being st- stepping back and watching this thing take place, and and maybe can kind of pick on the side and help out teams and, and be a facilitator in a couple of the uh uh couple of the areas. The, so the lines, I want to get to uh, what you guys did. Uh, Cody Glass. Cody Glass is not in the uh, four lines of Chris Chapman. He is a fourth line winger for Ryan Wallace. Chapman, why isn't Cody Glass involved, uh, part of your group?
2: Well, I think he hasn't, he hasn't earned it. Okay. I don't think he's earned being in the, the one of the top four lines. That's not to say he can't get there, but as of right now, the, they are the, very,
1: very rude if they did. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, the, the 12 guys that I have on my top four lines have all shown that they belong in the top 12, um, you know, it's not really a knock on Cody Glass, but it, it's he just hasn't earned the, the the playing time, and he hasn't earned the right to okay. be there. He's had the opportunity, and I just don't think he's been able to take advantage of that opportunity. Being good on the power play is, is is one thing, but in all the other facets of his game, I think he would probably be the first guy to tell you he needs to improve. And
1: well, you know what? It's it, being good in the power play is one thing; is a lot of things for this team. Well, yeah,
2: Given yeah, maybe play. maybe that makes a big difference for them in the playoffs, but. At what what are you losing five on five? All right. So,
1: but let me go over to Peyton Krebs. You both put him as your second line center, Ryan. Why? Yeah.
0: The the main reason for me is it's a new player, right? And I think you kind of want to try your best to set them up for success and. Uh, with Peyton Krebs, what I saw out of him was some creativity for sure. I, I think that he's got a motor. He wants to move the puck. He wants to, to kind of be a, an energizer bunny in the offensive zone. And I think that that can play off well with Tuck and Pacioretty. So for me, it was just about allowing a, a player that I think has a lot of really good offensive upside to just have an opportunity to show that with some guys that have great instincts offensively. I, I just think that that kind of line combination made sense in my mind, and it wasn't so much about going going with Krebs as a second-line center and, and Cody Glass kind of being relegated to the fourth line. I, I would love to see... The Golden Knights have a fourth line that goes out there and is a threat to score, and I think Cody Glass could be a big part of that, and certainly I've got him in my lineup because I think that he's a power play option that can certainly help this team.
1: You both left Ryan Reeves off, and he was in and out of the lineup uh, during the playoffs. I So,
0: okay, for me, like I, I look at Tampa, right, who just mm-hmm. won the Stanley Cup. I look at Ch- Tyler Johnson being a, a contributor on on the fourth line. Like I, I like where
1: you're going there.
0: I want to see the Golden Knights have a fourth line... That doesn't just go and play in the offensive zone without taking the puck off the wall. I want to see some creativity. I want to see some scoring and I want to see them genuinely be the type of line that can score a goal in certain situations. Do you absolutely trust them in every situation defensively? No, but you do understand that they've got some young guys that are on entry level contracts that can come in and do some damage if you give them an opportunity to be creative. That's the way I'd like to see the Golden Knights move forward with their fourth line. Physicality's great. I love high-energy hockey, but I also think that you can you can improve your fourth line by making it a line that can chip in offensively here and there.
1: There's no guarantee that, that Reeves would be out, or there's no guarantee that you don't go with some kind of hybrid like they did in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's where yeah. I, I lean to, to what we're going to see next year. I just based on some of what you said that that rationale, but also what we witnessed in in the Stanley Cup playoffs might be sort of a a changing of the guard, a gradual change, Chapman.
2: Yeah, I, I I think so. I mean, Reeves has what one year left on his deal. Yeah. So Kolasar is is, is going to be given the opportunity, I think, to cement himself as that fourth line guy this season. I mean, I think for him it's going to be hey, you know what, you have the opportunity, Keegan, go out and take it. And I think what what we've seen from him is he takes advantage of his opportunities. He's a guy who he does what the team asks him to do. I think think he learned a lot in the bubble. Mm -hmm. Like I I feel like for him, maybe more so than some of the other guys, that experience was, was maybe so educational for him to be able to be there around the team in the playoffs, in the bubble, in that type of situation. And he came out, and, and I think he had a really good season, and and I'm hoping he improves. I I, I really like watching him play. I, I enjoy talking to him, so I, I I hope he 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 does take advantage of the opportunity, and I hope he 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 has the, the... I
1: think he can be a 15 to 20 goal scorer in the National Hockey League. He certainly Based has
2: the, he has the chances.
1: What he has done at past levels, and then the chances that uh, that he. Generates or creates or is granted uh, throughout the course of the game. I had Keegan Colasare on my third line Ooh. in this exercise. Mm. Interesting. Uh, because of because of that, and I also had Ryan Reeves left off my lineup. Uh, who was
2: your Who was on your fourth
1: line? Fourth line was uh, Riley Smith, Cody Glass, and
2: Will Carrier. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, for 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 much the same. reason... You didn't reason, tell
2: Riley yesterday you had him on the fourth line.
1: I know we ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> that was my next thing. Uh, no, uh, for much the same reason as what Ryan talked about is is spreading it out a little bit. And my second line was was Wa Krebs, and sorry, my third line was Wa Krebs and Colasar. My first line was Marcheso, Carlson, and Stone, and Marcheso mm-hmm. and Stone with the world championship a couple of years ago, and the chemistry yeah. that they had, uh, I loved. And then keeping Carlson and Marcheso together, I like that. I kept uh, Stevenson and Pachetti together, but I put Tuck with them, uh, yeah. and and a lot of speed with with Stevenson and Tuck. And uh told totally the other two lines. Uh, the final the the final uh, player is. Riley Smith, who I had on the fourth line, mainly because of the balance part of it, and I, and it's my own exercise. I challenge you guys to change things up, and I wanted to follow through on that, so it, it's as, it's as much me trying to do a little talk radio, and, and also <laughs> uh, trying to balance out the lineup. With Smith, playing with glass and being a little bit of a mentor there, and and will Carrier with the uh, with the ability to to bang. You guys have Riley Smith on the on the third line. Yeah. Yeah, and and you didn't bring
0: back Matias Janmark either. So there's mm-hmm. there's kind of that that caveat to yours as well. But the the way that I see it, like I I think that when you know when when you kind of look at the the NHL today, and you look at some some guys that just can shut things down defensively that that can really go out there and thrive in those in those types of situations and yet still find offense. Like I I think that if you can kind of get a line where you've got some proven shutdown players, you've got some guys that can really go out there and, and play that side of the puck incredibly well and take top opposition out of out of play and then you've got three other lines that are pretty balanced and can find some some offense here and there um your top six being the guys you'll rely upon your fourth line in glass and wah and coles are for me in, in as a line that you think you can get some production out of um yeah i just think you're a deeper better team you're you're more balanced you you have an opportunity to to create more moments within a game where you can be an offensive threat
1: and my fourth line with with Smith and Glass and Carrier mm-hmm. two of those players are playing on your power play so they're getting extra minutes yeah. on that regard and the minutes will go up with those players on on the fourth line with those particular players in the fourth line that that line's minutes will go up and you'll get this. so they're not going to get get 9 minutes 12 minutes kind of thing and Carrier I mean I I don't know how he doesn't score ten goals a year. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> with with the chances that that he gets, and I, I give him credit. He puts in the extra time. Th- this year, he was working with Misha Donskov every practice. He was out there. Yeah. And uh, if, if you have a full year, because Misha was with the team uh, the entire. It wasn't the the extra skill session uh, that uh, that Misha, the assistant coach, did this year. He was he was part of every practice, every morning skate. Uh, with the group after a season of working with Misha nonstop I'm curious whether that's gonna gonna translate from uh uh going from five six seven to twelve thirteen that's a big jump but the, based on the chances that that guy gets
2: yeah yeah wow and and it's been like that since year one for William Carrier like he's always had that 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 speed I'll never forget it was game. Whatever game it was, early early in the season in year one against Buffalo, his former team actually, and they were in the third period. It was a, I think it was a tie game, and he he made a play where it looked like he was shot out of a cannon, Boom. and he ended up drawing a penalty, and and I think they ended up scoring the winning goal on the power play there. He but, takes
1: the puck so hard to the net. Yeah, he really does. I'd love to see him uh, rewarded for uh, for that. That was fun, you guys. I think I think there's some a couple of different uh, looks there. The, the lineup that I like the most is is Ryan's. That doesn't mean anything. You don't get a prize, or, or uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I maybe bringing back a snow globe or something from Tokyo. But oh, those uh, are cool little uh, Kokeshi doll yeah. That'll work. What
2: Kokeshi doll
1: in a snow globe?
2: Yeah, I'm sure they have them. Okay,
1: I have no idea what the first thing you just Kokeshi said. Kokeshi doll, what that's got. like
2: the little wooden doll that's dressed in the kimono. Oh, okay, yeah, it's like carved,
1: so not a not a snow globe.
2: No, but it's kind of like a very popular okay. thing, yeah. so they probably do have them. They, you'll, you'll see them everywhere. See, that's what
1: confused me. I mentioned snow globe, and then he went mm-hmm. off on some kind of doll thing.
2: Yeah, Kokeshi doll,
1: which yep. uh, which, which I didn't uh, <laughs> full, fully understand. Uh, there's there's no correlation. <laughs> no, none not at all. Uh, when we continue, uh, we're going to catch up with Chapman. Final installment of uh, his advice for me uh, for Tokyo. Uh, but up next, five teams that are locks to make the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Can you give me five? that I won't destroy and be able to say no chance that uh, that those five all make the playoffs. And we're going to write these down, and nobody else uses our studio, really, do they? No. So we're going to put this on the wall, and we're going to make sure <laughs> that, uh, that that we remember this because it'll be 10 months down the road. Like If I broke my fibula, I'd just be coming back in time to look at that list again. Uh, based on no, it's uh, 10 my, months. my, my <laughs> injury tolerance, it's the VGK Insider Show. Who's going to make the playoffs, guaranteed? We'll tell you next on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
0: Go to the near wing. Big shot, he scores!
2: It's time for one-timers. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day. And it's a tie hockey game. On the VGK Insider Show.
1: I challenge you guys. Couple of times today. This has been fun. My, my last show for a while, and uh, I'm going out with a, with a big bang, making sure that you guys are are working, and and going through this. Uh, Seattle Kraken. Before we get into my uh, my challenge, we have a schedule for the Kraken. Their first six games, not the regular season, but of the uh, exhibition season, they aren't going to play a home game in their actual arena until the puck drops in the regular season. The three home. Huh. Preseason games are going to be played in uh, Seattle, at where they play the Western Hockey League games, and Spokane and Portland, I believe. So there, there you go. They're, they're going to change things uh, around, just because the rink won't be ready on time. But they are saying, have no fear, Climate Pledge Arena will be ready for the start of the National Hockey League game. Then they're going to play uh, three games uh, on the road in Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver no games between Seattle and Vegas in the preseason which is kind of a bummer i wonder if we'll get the home and home
2: with the that would be cool with That'd the san be very jose cool. sharks to yeah open up the season up in seattle and then they come down here for their second game
1: but uh, the san jose sharks remember when they did that uh, 3 in a row 3 in a row yeah. yeah and i i declared at that point that would never happen again because the, the exact yeah. reason they, Evander Kane getting the, the big suspension, something would, uh, would happen. Hey, Corey Perry hopes to re-sign with the Canadians play a, a 17th season. He intends to play. I, I'm i with you. I, I think he can he can certainly play. Uh, I If I was him, I think he'll have more options this year. Yeah, for sure. And I wouldn't pick Montreal. If I had more options and I was him, I don't think that I would go there. Based on how much of a challenge it is Going to be to make the playoffs
0: I'm right there with you um, I, I mean there, there's Something to be said for wanting To have the experience Of Montreal With fans during a regular season Like if that's really kind of where His mindset is then Okay he's won a Stanley Cup like I get it But it, you're not coming back For your 17th season to to miss the playoffs At yeah. least I don't think that that that's the case. So, um, if you want to win, I don't know that Montreal would be the place that I'd want to go.
1: Toronto would be an obvious one because he's like Southern Ontario guy. Yeah, but they kind of tried that last year. I don't know. I they tried it, but they did they get the right players? I don't know. Tell you what, if he play for the league minimum, I'd take a run run at him here.
0: I I mean, I love the player. I got. Mm-hmm. Um, marginally um, not a popular opinion
1: to have, I guess, for
0: for the Golden Knights fans out there, but um, I mean, i take them in a minute. Come on.
1: Little load management. Okay, here's my challenge. Give me five teams that, through injury, through uh, play that just doesn't rise to the level that you expect, uh, through bad goaltending, whatever. Whatever can locusts Uh, Whatever goes through (laughs) the team, they will make the playoffs. Give me five teams that are guaranteed to make the playoffs, no matter what happens in and around their season. Can you do it, Chapman?
2: I will try. I will start right here in Las Vegas. I think the Golden Knights will be a lock to make the playoffs. The division's terrible. They're by far and away the best team in that division. I can't see them not making the playoffs Right, because
1: the divisions go back to normal.
2: Yes, and it's a very, very bad division, as we've established. I'll also go Colorado. They won the President's Trophy. They've got a lot coming back. They do have some question marks, you know, but they're they're still going to be really, really, really good. They're the class of that division. I'm now going to shift to the East, and I will go with the reigning Stanley Cup champs, two-time Stanley Cup champs. I'm going to sound like Ric Flair, two-time Stanley Cup champ. Back to back, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I can't see them falling off. I mean, they they were missing their best player for the entire season. They still made the playoffs. They still won the but Stanley. They're,
1: they're playing in that tough division in that Atlantic.
2: But they're 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 still so good. They're so deep that I I don't think it makes a difference. I go with another team in that division. The Toronto Maple Leafs will be a lock to make the playoffs. <laughs> okay, I. Don't know if I believe in some of the other teams in that division. Boston, question marks. uh, Carolina, excuse me, uh, Canadians, they may not be a playoff team. Florida, we don't know if this year was an aberration for them or if this is going to become the norm where they are a good team. Yeah, you can't make them a lock. So Toronto, to me, is a lock. Toronto and Tampa out of the Atlanta. And this one may surprise you guys. I'm going to go with the Metro division. And I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think they've they've got still one of the best players on the planet, Sidney Crosby. Kenny Malkin is still really good. Defensively, they bring back everything. I think their goalie situation is, is solid. I don't think it's the best, but it's good enough to get them to the playoffs.
1: You didn't have to take a team from each division. No,
2: no, but I think, again, their division, I think the bottom of the division stinks. devil's... The Blue Jackets—they're not good. I don't know. I don't believe in the Flyers right now. I don't know what to think of them. Are the Rangers ready to take the next step?
1: I didn't take anybody from the uh, the Metropolitan.
2: That's not surprising. I mean, it's a tough division, but I think Pittsburgh will make the playoffs. I think they will be one of the top three teams in that division. They so you're, will.
1: You're five teams that are locked to make the playoffs, no matter what happens. Vegas, Army Ants, Army Ants, Monsoon, yep. everything,
2: <laughs> Johnstown Flood. Okay. But Vegas, 11? Colorado. Tampa, Toronto, and Pittsburgh.
1: I don't like your Toronto because of goaltending right now. Fair enough. And I don't like your Pittsburgh at all. We'll see. Betting against Sidney Crosby is a bad thing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, Ryan, who are your five locks to make the Stanley Cup playoffs next year?
0: Okay. Uh Tampa Vegas, Colorado. Like I think we all acknowledge those are the three locks that
1: make the most sense. See, Colorado's um, Colorado gentlemen, they're going back to the to the central. The uh-huh. blues are in that division. The stars uh-huh. will be better because you they'll think, be healthier. You think, you think the blues
0: uh, are as good as Colorado?
1: I'm just saying that there's teams okay, that can make is, the playoffs. Is, the Blues, is the Stars, one of your teams? the Jets, and the Wild can all is make. Colorado the playoffs. one of your teams? Uh, yes. Okay.
2: But but, <laughs> but, but, but on, a, on the I,
1: I, not near as much as a no brainer. I struggled with it.
2: They they will have a lot of money to spend on the cap. They still have Nathan McKinnon. They will absolutely be a. They lock.
1: need a goalie. The guy was just a finalist Grindauer. for the Vezina. Yeah. They'll re-sign him. Come on. <laughs> but he's he's he doesn't have a contract.
2: They'll sign him. They're not going to let They'll him re-sign
1: walk. they
0: him. They might. I don't know. We'll oh, see. Oh man, Can you imagine right. that. Tampa Vegas Colorado. Okay. Those those are my 3 locks. Um uh, Carolina? <sighs> wow.
2: Talking about teams that don't have mind. goalies.
0: Nedeljkovic is a good. But I is, think he is an RFA. Would be just fine.
1: Yeah, RFA is easy to
0: take
2: care yeah, of. Yeah, the other two guys are yeah, Like I'm
0: not I'm not worried about their goaltending. Um, I'm curious to see what ends up happening with Dougie Hamilton. I am curious to see whether or not he comes back, but I, I still think Carolina is just one of those teams that um, I believe in. I think they're good. Yes, they have had some heartbreak in the playoffs. They have not looked particularly good going up against really good teams in the playoffs the last two seasons, but I don't view that as a team that's going to regress terribly and to be quite honest with you um, I believe in Rod Brindamore. I think he's a hell of a hockey coach and I don't think that, they were, that they're going to miss the playoffs. Um, and it's funny because I joked uh, that I, I wasn't going to take a team from the Pacific Division, but I'm not betting against Connor McDavid, so the Edmonton Oilers are my final
1: team. So two teams from the Pacific. Yep. And then you took two teams from the atlantic yeah you figure it out i don't know
2: no he only took one I he, took, he took the I lightning just...
1: okay all oh, right yeah, and then colorado's Colorado. yeah, 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 in yeah, the yeah, yeah. or Carolina where interesting
2: yeah, metro
1: metro yeah. Car- uh, i can't believe you both took a team from the the metro that's a mess well, of I... a division
0: Carolina's is the, the problem I, like i didn't just pick a team i took the team that i think is the best in that division right now
2: Did you believe in the flyers Darren, I don't
0: nope. believe in any
1: of them.
2: No, no,
1: no. no <laughs> That's not, fair. Hey, hey I, I like Carolina. Yeah, uh, I still like Washington. I like the Islanders a lot. I think the Rangers can do some things, but when you're talking guaranteed to make the playoffs, I don't, I don't like any of them. Someone's, well, someone has do to. It. Oh yeah, somebody. <laughs> in fact, three teams will for sure. Depending a <laughs> crossover. Do you think the crossover should still exist? Uh, when we have no, when we have eight no. teams in each division,
0: I don't. I think it should be top four in each four, division. Yeah, I do. Too. Like, that's the whole point of doing divisional playoffs, right?
1: The so it's a wild yeah. card. I guess this is technically what they call it. Yeah, I don't yeah, like I'd and, get rid of the wild card. I, there's nobody in the Metropolitan that I can say guarantee. I can see them going in.
2: Well, there's two teams I can tell you will not make the playoffs like in that division. The, the
1: Flyers, the Flyers. I would have thought would have made it this year.
2: I think I picked them to win the division. Yeah.
1: There you go. Yep. Do you see the Columbus Blue Jackets being awful?
2: I did not mm-hmm. see that either. But this year, they're going to be really, really bad again.
1: Mm-hmm. So here's. What's here's, your five? Well, I, I didn't take anybody from the Metro. Uh, <laughs> Tampa. Yeah. From the uh, Atlantic Division, which is. Is pretty as close. To, they've got too many star elite players to think that, yeah. and they've already they they've won the Stanley Cup without their captain, and they made the playoffs without Kucherov, so they can withstand some uh, a little bit of uh, adversity when it comes to that. Yeah. In the uh, in the Central Division, I took Colorado, but it was it wasn't as much of a lock as you guys made it sound to be. Vegas and Edmonton. I'm with you on that, mm-hmm. and I couldn't come up with a fourth team where really? I could where I could legitimately tell you they will make the playoffs. No issue. Now I challenge the challenge was come up with five teams that can make the playoffs. I can't come up with four with more than four that where I'm confident going that no doubt about it they will all make they they will all make the playoffs. My my four in in vegas and edmonton and tampa uh and colorado yeah but but i can't do more than that
0: you know it's it's interesting because part of me wanted to put the minnesota wild there yes Uh, and then i i sat back and thought about it and you don't get a contract done for Kirill Kaprizov, I'm not confident. And there's just kind of too many question marks there. Now, again, I believe in the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, I'm with you on that division, just being an absolute train wreck right now in terms of understanding what teams are and uh, what they may do in the next couple of weeks in terms of trying to, to bolster their, their lineup. But right now in this moment, I feel pretty confident with what, with what my five is. I would feel better if it was three, because the three that I'd give you would be Tampa, Vegas, Colorado. Um, but as we've seen throughout this entire show, when you ask me to do something, I actually do the entire assignment. I, I don't uh, cut I corners
1: the way that you do. Wow. It's great. Wow. I, I, and I'm not happy that I couldn't come up with five. I'm just trying to be honest that I don't feel comfortable giving you a fifth one just for the sake of, of giving you a, a fifth team. There's, there's not another club out there. Yeah, and I would... Yeah, I don't disagree. Like that, that Metropolitan division, anything, anything could happen in that.
2: What's shocking about the Central is, and you made the argument against... Col- I mean, you kind of made it a little bit about against Colorado, but that division... Five of the seven teams that are going to go back to that division made the playoffs. One of the two that didn't was in the Stanley Cup final two seasons ago. Mm -hmm. So, if you're Chicago, good luck. Blues, Stars will be
1: better. Jets, are they on the rise? Where are the Predators? I don't know. Minnesota, we loved what Minnesota did this year. Two years ago, they were second last. There's... That's a that's a, a, a heck. I really wanted to take three teams from the Pacific, but I couldn't do that. Why? <laughs> I don't know. But Why would you do that to yourself? Be, be, because uh, <laughs> because I, I was my my third my fifth team would have been Calgary. Mm-hmm. If if yeah if I really wanted to go down that path and force <laughs> myself, it, it would be Calgary. But three teams. And you, you, the challenge was take five teams guaranteed to make the playoffs, and three of them would have been from one division, which spells out the uh, the Pacific. I don't blues. I don't know what the blues are going to be. The Dallas I Stars. Don't I don't know a a what the Dallas Stars the are going to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. There's there's so many there's so many teams right now with so many question marks, that it becomes very difficult to. Imagine what they should be
1: come next year. It, it's very realistic. The last two Stanley Cup finalists, the teams that lost in the final, mm-hmm. uh, will will not make the playoffs again. Yeah. Or yeah. they could they could <laughs> both come back and, and, and make the playoffs. But Dallas didn't make the playoffs after going to the final, and I'm, and we're we've all talked about Montreal not making the playoffs after going to the final. Uh, strange. You don't want to face Tampa Bay in the final.
2: Yeah, um, you you had mentioned too, like we have to think about come you know if natural disasters, whatever. I really thought about Winnipeg being a lock. I I, I re- because of Connor Hellebuck, mm-hmm. right? He's that good. But then my mind, the, the little hamster wheel started going, and it said
1: Kucherov couldn't remember his name.
2: Yeah, well, shame on him. But if Hellebuck was to miss any significant amount of time, yeah, that team is not that good. Right. not good enough to make the not 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 good enough to be a lock without him.
1: Hey, does Kucherov have a Bud Light commercial?
0: Uh well, Bud Light tweeted Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to pull the tweet up cuz it's actually <laughs> phenomenal. Um so Bud Light tweeted out about 6 hours ago, "He may not have a shirt, but he's got a contract with us. Welcome to the team." 86 Kucherov, there will be no press conferences for this announcement, and they had a picture of Kucherov downing a Bud Light, no shirt, at his press conference. I'm not sure if this is just kind of a publicity thing or if it's legit, but it's really funny.
1: Nice. Love it. Uh, Those are your one-timers for this Friday. Josh, I'm Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Findlay Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Here's Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Got to make sure that I put up the uh, the list. So Chapman was VGK, Colorado, Tampa. Who else did you have? Oh, you
2: had uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. It was Vegas, Colorado, Tampa, Pittsburgh, and Toronto.
1: Toronto. And Wallace, you were? VGK, Colorado, Tampa,
0: Edmonton, Carolina. Right.
1: All right. I'm putting this up on the uh, on the wall of the studio. And we can all acknowledge when I'm right. Only oh, taking four I'm teams.
2: sure.
1: <laughs> well done. Uh, catching up with Chapman. The uh, Final installment of uh, the advice on visiting Tokyo.
2: Yeah. Well, I would start by saying make sure you download a bunch of movies to your iPad, because I know when you get there, you will be not allowed to do a whole lot outside Mm. of your hotel room, so make sure you you have lots of...
1: Can I download them when I get there?
2: No. No. However...
1: What do you mean I can't?
2: Well, Netflix does work there. Yeah. But if you have like HBO Max or or Disney Plus or ESPN Plus and you want to download like a 30 for 30, those aren't accessible. Really? In Japan. Oh. Without a VPN. Okay. I don't know anything about that, though. So... I will say this, though, if you, if you are up to it, download DAZN, and you can get a free um, one-month trial of DAZN, mm-hmm. and they have everything, every sport, like all these leagues, you can watch a lot of Japanese baseball, you can watch Major League Baseball on DAZN Japan, just make sure you cancel it when you get back, because it's only mm-hmm. free for a month, I did it, it was, it was fantastic, DAZN here, not so good. The zone in Japan, really, really good because they have so much. They had NFL football. They had NBA. They had soccer. Uh, Japanese the Olympics baseball.
1: are also going to be going on while yeah, I'm Yeah,
2: well, there. but but when you get there, you will be in your room a lot. So, okay. so yeah, you, you're definitely going to want to download some stuff for for the plane and for uh, your, your quarantine time. So if you have, like, a Roku or an Apple TV. I do have that.
1: What uh, Do you sleep on the plane? I'm flying during the day tomorrow.
2: I have a very difficult time sleeping on the plane especially when i go during the day um, because a lot of times the flights to japan do leave during the day they they don't have a lot of overnight flights anymore
1: do you uh do you have more trouble going there or coming back coming back, coming back yeah. is
2: is always worse for me it's like that when i go to europe too it's always worse going east as opposed to west but uh yeah i i would i i try but i have a that very that makes no very...
1: sense hold on that makes Oh, so you have more trouble when you go to Europe.
2: When I go to Europe, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't know what it is, but yeah. Even when I fly back home to New Jersey, I have a hard time. It, it takes me a that's couple three days. Three hours. Yeah, but that's a big difference. If I go to bed at midnight, that's three AM in New Jersey.
1: Yeah, but like I understand <laughs> if you gotta get up for to a meeting or something like that. But well,
2: you, you never know. But uh yeah, I, I I have a hard time sleeping on the flight. Um However, the last time I flew, there were nine people on my flight on a plane that holds like 300 people. Get out of here. Yeah, it was, it was great. People, was it eerie? It was kind of, I was walking through the Bradley Terminal at LAX, and everything was closed. All the duty-free shops were closed. There was like two restaurants that were open, I think, on the border Did you or lie something. down
1: on the four seats in the middle? I did, yeah. Good for you. They
2: asked me, They were because I had a window seat, and they said, oh, do you want a row? I was like, a row? She was like, yeah, I'll put you in the middle. You'll have the whole row. I was like, all nice. four seats? It was like, yeah, I was like, that's better than first class. No, it's not. No. But I didn't have to no, pay for it. But trust it, me. It is because I didn't <laughs> have to pay for it, so.
1: Yeah, no, no. It's, no, it's not. Okay. There's uh egg salad sandwiches and sleeping in uh in a row.
2: Yes. That's the gist of it.
1: There we are. Do you remember the name of the place to get the egg salad sandwich? It's a convenience store.
2: Lawson's. Mm-hmm.
1: Lawson's. There it is. Yes. It doesn't even like it's not even It's not even Japanese. No. I know.
2: I know. Huh.
1: Uh, you guys have a good couple of weeks and enjoy the draft. Uh, we will we'll stay in touch. Call me if you guys need anything, okay? Snow Globe. <laughs> will do. Big Salad Sandwich. Whatever.